Be confident. Be bold. Be authentic. But don't forget to take action. This is Ordinary to Badass, where our stories empower women to step into the spotlight of their own lives and pursue what they're truly passionate about. It's time to step into the arena and become more than just extraordinary. It's time to become a badass with your host, Marie Sonneman. Welcome to Ordinary to Badass, episode number 156. In this episode, I'm going to share three reasons why Lori Wallace is so badass. Lori is an intuitive healer and transformation coach who helps women connect to their inner guidance so they can tap into their power and create a life of their dreams. She's also the co-host of the Badass Ladies Club, which you know I love the name. I'm sure you do too. But... I had so much fun talking to Lori and I kind of geeked out a little bit. Um, So make sure you go back, you listen to the episode and then come back and listen to this. Or if you're short on time, you just want to kind of get down, get the nitty gritty, listen to this. And if you're interested, go back and check out the last episode. If you're digging the Ordinary to Badass podcast. Wow. Sounded like I was going through puberty there for a second. Excuse me. (laughs) If you're digging the Ordinary to Badass podcast, if this is your jam, then I would be so grateful if you headed on over to iTunes and left a five-star rating and review. That way, other badasses just like you can find the show. But you can also just share it with a friend. If you have a friend that you think would find this podcast helpful, then click the three dots on the top of the episode and copy the link and just text it to them um, or email it to them. But any little thing that you can do absolutely helps. And with that, we will get to the show. Welcome to Ordinary to Badass. Whether you're ordinary or badass, I am so glad you're here. Today, I'm going to share three reasons why Lori Wallace is so badass. The first reason why she's badass is because she'll do it scared. Do it even though she's going to look stupid or she fears she's going to look stupid. The second reason is her view on failure. Third is how Lori processes emotion. So let's just get into it. Let's get into the nitty gritty here. First reason why Lori Wallace is so badass is because she talked about launching badass ladies club like she is man words are hard today sorry (laughs) but she talked about launching badass ladies club and she worked in a hair salon and did makeup and was going to like new york doing cool makeup stuff for like fashion week and she had a great job but she felt pulled to do more but she had that fear what if we do this and it's stupid. What if nobody likes it? What if it fails? But she did it anyway. She did it and she's now a soul, a solo entrepreneur. Um, well, I mean, she has a partner. Like I said, words are hard today. But um, she, she did it. She's not in her day job anymore. She's now a full-time entrepreneur. And if she had let that fear stop her, 
she would never be experiencing what she's experiencing today. She never would have launched her podcast, Badass Ladies Club. So where in your life are you scared? Where are you asking yourself? But what if this looks stupid? What if it doesn't work out? What if people laugh at me? Are you letting that stop you from taking action? Sometimes all of the thoughts run away with our action. Like we just keep thinking, what if this happened? What if this happened? What if this happened? And it prevents us from taking action. So I thought it was pretty badass that Lori took action. She did it anyway. It's in the midst of a freaking pandemic. Your fears at any point in life are your fears. Like they can be super hard to overcome. But then you add to that a pandemic? Man, the pandemic, the world is in crisis. That could be an easy reason to say, nope, not going to do it. Uh, it's too bad a time right now. I'm not going to do it. I will wait till this happens before I do this. That used to be me in a nutshell, probably five, six years ago. That was 100% all I did was I will do this when this happens. And I would always be moving the marker or be moving the needle, like pushing it out further and further away. Nothing was ever enough or never was the right time. And it was probably just being scared and not knowing what the outcome would be. And I would tell you, an example of that would be my divorce. For years, I pushed it out, pushed it away. Oh, I'll get a divorce when? And I just couldn't bring myself to get a divorce. But part of that was just because I had spent so many years saying, I'll do this when? Um, and so it gets in your head or you stop trusting yourself. So don't let your thoughts run away with your action. Don't let them stop you from taking action. If you're overthinking it, that is a clue to take action, to just do something, no matter how small. It doesn't have to be like a big leap. Like you don't have to be like going, like parachuting out of a plane or something. Like just the tiniest step. Taking action gives you confidence. So I thought that was so awesome, so badass that Lori took action and went all in on Badass Ladies Club and now she's reaping the benefits because now she's no longer at her day, do day job and she's doing something that she absolutely loves and that she felt called to do. All right. The second reason why Lori Wallace is so badass is because she stopped doing things the safe way. For a lot of her life, she's like, I would do things safe way or somewhere where I wouldn't have to throw too much risk in there. Um, and she changed her perspective on failure and she stopped seeing failure as something that she did wrong or as a reflection of her she used to think that failure was a confirmation that she shouldn't be doing something or she had done the wrong thing or she should just give up how many times have you felt that way after you failed oh man I can relate to that so much. There's so many times in my life that I just failed, failed hardcore, and then let it say something about me. You're like, why did I even try it? Because I failed, you know? Um, I suck at that. I'm no good at that. And then you go down that rabbit hole. Um, but then Lori said that now she tries to look at it differently. And she's like, thank you, universe, 
for showing me that this is not my path. Or um, maybe it showed her that she wasn't excited about it, that it didn't feel good to her. And then how is that a loss? If you jump out and you try something and it is not what you wanted, cool. Good data to have. So maybe you feel inclined to find a new job. I heard that like 95% of people want a new job since COVID hit. Um, maybe it just kind of gave people the boost that they needed. So say you want a new job and you finally get another job and it's not at all what you thought. You're like, oh man, I should have just stayed in my comfy job even though it was boring and I didn't like it. Um, I should have just stayed there because it was in my comfort zone. But then you get a new job and even though you don't like it, you tried it. That's one of those things on your list. You can say, check, I tried to be an accountant and I didn't like it. I tried to be a teacher and I didn't like it. I tried to be a nurse, just whatever the thing is. And I didn't like it. That doesn't mean that you're a failure. It doesn't mean that you did anything wrong. You're merely collecting intel, collecting data. And you can go out and find another job. And maybe that job is going to be right for you. And maybe it's not. But if it's not, it could just be the universe pointing you in a different direction. It could just be something helping you check, check it off the list. Like, okay, I tried it. Now I know. Because I don't know about you, but the things that I have not tried and I wish I did, I'm always like, ah, oh, like I like regret it later. So you can give it a shot, but it doesn't have to mean anything about you. Like it doesn't have to mean that you're a failure or that you never should have tried it. No, you're gathering intel. You're helping to formulate a decision for your next move. If you want to stay in that field, if you want to switch fields, this isn't just like work or business related, but um, I'm just using that as an example. Or it could even be for hobby, right? You try to do a hobby and you suck at it. And then instead of saying, oh man, I'm a failure, you can take that information and go. So I will tell you, I did mixed martial arts. I started after I became a police officer because I just wanted to know how to defend myself and I wanted to make sure that I would be prepared. And when I started mixed martial arts, I felt awkward AF, like so ridiculously awkward. And it would have been easy to quit. And they even said, don't quit the first three months. Like it's, if you're not familiar with the terms or you're not familiar with the body movements, it can be awkward. And I'll tell you, I've always considered myself a stubborn person. No, the stubbornness is what helped me, but I mean, an athletic person. Like I've always been athletic. So I didn't think that it would be super hard or super uncomfortable. It was awkward. I was just like, I don't know. I was a mess. I thought floppy arms, but no, I just think like everything was just like awkward and it was messy. And, um, I felt stupid many a times because it was like a foreign language. Like it just was not clicking. And because of that, I felt stupid. I felt like a failure. I was so tempted to quit. It was nice that they had told me that in the beginning, you know, a lot of people get frustrated because it is a lot to learn. Um, so don't get frustrated in the first three months. If I'm being honest, I think it was the first year. It was absolutely the first year that it took me to become just a little bit comfortable with any part of it or feel like I wasn't looking like a complete doofus out there, right? Um, 
But that was good to have. That was good information to have. So if I had just done something for the first week, for the first month, three months, then I would I could have easily considered myself a failure and been like, nope, that's not for me. I'm no good at that. I can't be good at that. But you don't know unless you try. And it ended up being one of the things that I just loved the most. Like I absolutely loved it. So I wouldn't have got that if I had just given up because I sucked or because I thought I was failing. So where in your life are you giving up because you fear failure or you have failed or you've made a mistake? Are you giving up? Or is it worth pivoting? Is it worth trying it a little bit more to see if you can figure it out? Or maybe you realize you hate that hobby and it's not something that you're interested in doing anymore. So consider changing your perspective on failure. I really love that, um, how Lori talked about that and I would love to see you implement it in your life. See how it helps you. All right. The third and final reason why Lori Wallace is so badass is how she processed her emotions. Lori said she would sit with her emotions. She would sit with the pain and actually feel it. But then she even pivoted. She said she stopped focusing on how she feels now. And a lot of times she'll focus on how she wants to feel. So an example of this is if you're feeling like you don't have enough, if you're feeling lack or like you need more, then maybe focus on abundance. Focus on the things that you do want. And then you can kind of reverse engineer it and say, okay, how can I have that feeling? What are small things that I can do every day to feel that? And I was on like a coaching call, right? And I do coaching, but I also am coached by um, a couple different people. And here's the thing. I told her I wanted to feel abundant. And I told her a couple of different things that I wanted to feel. And she so slyly, maybe not so sly, I don't know, asked me some questions, a series of questions about the things that I wanted to feel. And one of them was abundance. And because I said I wanted to feel abundant. I wanted to be, another part was I wanted to be giving to people. I wanted to be able to receive things. Um, so she went through questions like, in the last week, when is the time that you have felt abundant? And I was like, ordering grocery show or groceries um, online and having them delivered to my house? That felt amazing. Um, and she did the same thing, like, when is the time that I gave? When is the time that I um, received something from somebody else? And she started going through the five or six things that I said and asking me questions. And guess what? They are all present in my life right now. Maybe that's not mind-blowing to you, but it was mind-blowing to me. It's like a lot of the times, all these things that we say we want, there's evidence of it in our life right now. And I will tell you, I am learning. I am growing. I am not great at this at all. But it's just funny how we often set the bar out so far or don't accept what is given to us now or we don't recognize it. I surely didn't until she did that little exercise with me. And so that was really amazing. That was really amazing. Um, but it's part of like Laurie said, like focus on how you want to feel, 
And that's amazing. Um, you can have a lot of things if you're focusing on how you want to feel or try to feel that emotion right now in your life. If you want it bigger, well, you might have to appreciate the small version of it first. And I'm not preaching here. I am learning right along with you, but that's why I absolutely love that. And another part of this that Laurie talked about was, um, you know, when she has these feelings, when she's feeling anger, when she's feeling anxiety or upset about something, um, it might be time for her to redirect her emotions or it might be time for her to change her energy. So maybe that means if you're feeling crappy, yeah, you cry it out, you feel the feelings, but then maybe it, maybe you go for a walk, right? Or you just sit with yourself, you meditate for a little bit, or you go take a shower or just do something different. Change the energy. What's something that would make you feel the feelings that you want to feel in this moment? Go do that. Um, it is a whole heck of a lot of awareness. And I think that it's always a process. So if you don't get it, if you don't get it right away, fine. Don't beat yourself up. Like you're just learning. And I think that about things in general, like kind of going back to the failure for the second thing that we had talked about. Um, you could look at failure as I'm just learning. And why is it that you expect or we as a society expect our kids to learn? And to be okay with learning and the, like the growing bumps or like the lumps that come with it, you know, um, we expect them to just like go head on and even though they have fears every day and we're like, oh no, it'll be good for you. Oh no, learn how to ride that bike. Do that thing that you're scared of. But then as adults, we feel like we've learned it all. We shouldn't have to have any hardships anymore. We're grown adults, but it's just not true. So Fall off the bike, get the bumps and bruises on your legs or your knees or do the hard things. Even if it's uncomfortable, even if you feel like a failure, keep pushing through it. There's so much growth in that. So I absolutely love this episode with Lori. Um, so much takeaways, so much good things to think about. So just a quick recap. The three reasons why Laurie Wallace is so badass is... She launched Badass Ladies Club in the middle of a pandemic, even though she worried it would be stupid. Second, her view on failure. And third was how she processed emotions. So if you love this episode as much as I did, definitely reach out to Laurie, Laurie in the Sky with Guidance, and her name is spelled L-A-W-R-I-E. So yeah, reach out to her on Instagram, take a screenshot of this and put it in your Instagram stories, Lori in the sky with guidance and tag me at ordinary to badass and tell us something that you learned. Tell us a takeaway or maybe it changed your perspective on something, but I would be so grateful if you did that. Um, I always say this, but it's so important and a lot of us don't do it. I know until the last couple of years, I certainly never did this. I was kind of like the silent stalker, um, you know, like where I wouldn't tell people what I thought of the, conversa the conversations they had or um, a blog they wrote or a post they did. Like I would just keep that to myself. But it takes vulnerability. And of course, that's badass that our guests are willing to be vulnerable. But I do think that it's an amazing gift that we can give them back to say, hey, this is a takeaway that I got from you or this is something that I learned. 
Or you taught me A and I did B and as a result, I got C. Believe me, it is so amazing to get feedback. It just, I don't know, it kind of lights you up or it's good to know that you're helping other people, right? So definitely reach out to Lori and I on Instagram. Um, We want to hear from you. Speaking of wanting to hear from you, I would love it if you called me and left me a voicemail. And I don't know if I told you, but I'm doing health and financial coaching. So I would absolutely love to hear from you, whether it's your health or something related to a financial issue. Um, Leave me a voicemail. Tell me what's going on. And you can tell me if you're willing for it to be shared on the podcast. Like if you, if you leave a voicemail or you have a question that you want answered, definitely let me know. 971-319-5232. So I want to hear from you so that I can get you the answers that you're looking for. Or I guarantee if you're struggling with something as it relates to your health, as it relates to your finances, or even confidence, that would be the other thing, confidence. If you're struggling with any of those three things, I want to help. But also, I can guarantee somebody else is struggling with the same dang thing. And it would be cool to be able to answer your questions or to answer the question for somebody else. You can tell your, tell me your Bambi. <laughs> I don't care. You can use a fake name if you want. Um, but again, it's not just answering your question, it would be helping other people just like you. I guarantee you, if you have a question, a struggle, a problem, other people have it too. So reach out to me and leave a voicemail, 971-319-5232. All right. With that, we're going to end the show today to all the badass women out there staying in the arena, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, own it and get after it. Now that you've listened to this episode of Ordinary to Badass, we want to hear from you. Go to our website, OrdinaryToBadass.com slash podcast and submit your own experience on how you took your life from ordinary to badass and get the chance to be on a future Spotlight episode of the show. That's OrdinaryToBadass.com forward slash podcast. While you're waiting for the next episode of the show, wipe off the sweat, dust off the dirt, and get back in the arena.